All right, we are live. Welcome to First Impressions, the podcast where we share our love of Jane Austen and give a big middle finger to all the haters. We uh, have a very special episode today. So first of all, I have to say, this is Kristen. I'm here with Maggie. Hello. And we are here in person together. We're together again. Yay. <laughs> I came into town for our mutual friend Selvi's wedding. So we were both at a wedding last night. Congratulations, Selvi. Congratulations. Oh my God, it was an amazing wedding and I cried the whole time, just like wept freely basically <laughs> the whole time. I always cry at weddings. Um, and we, uh, we had an amazing time. We uh, are feeling uh, a little slower today, or at least I am feeling a little slower today than normal because of uh, some wine and some champagne and some it was, good times. <laughs> it was an 11 a.m. ceremony, and then we partied the rest, <laughs> the of, the rest day. of the day. So when Bay and I uh, rolled up home, we we're like, "Oh God, we're so tired. It must be so late. It's 10:30." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for that reason, and also for another awesome reason, we are not going to be talking about Pride and Prejudice uh, today for our second Pride and Prejudice episode. We are taking a little break because Maggie got something awesome that we want to do while we're both here in person. So uh, Bayard is here as well. Say hi, Hello. Hey. Um, so we are, all three of us, playing a board game that I picked up at a recent board game convention in D.C. called WashingCon. And as an attendee, they gave you a free board game of your choice. And one of the options was a game called The Jane Game, a Jane Austen trivia game, which was created through Kickstarter. And as soon as I saw it, I immediately grabbed it. And we are going to play it. Uh, hopefully, this little experiment will work out. It seems like it's a pretty straightforward game. Um, you basically wind your way around a circle collecting accomplishments which you then trade in for societal tokens. And once you have three societal tokens and three accomplishment cards left over, you can go to the church and get married. And you know, if you have a certain number of, of things that you need, you can marry your suitor of first choice. You might have to settle for your second choice, or though. Alternate suitor. That's right. The game works is, a person picks up a grace card, which will have some kind of direction or it will have some kind of um, something you can use in the future to aid yourself. After doing that, you can roll the die and move that number of spots. And then you answer a trivia question to gain those accomplishment cards. And the accomplishments are music, dancing, needlework, art, and reading. I think that's all of them, right guys? Yeah, that looks right. Yeah. So it should be kind of, it should go pretty fast and you'll get to listen to us answer Jane Austen trivia and it's going to be very embarrassing and there's no scenario in which Kristen does not crush <laughs> me and Bayard. Absolutely. With, on the trivia anyway. Yeah. I don't know, you might draw like the, you win instantly, like Grace Card. And then so let's go around and say what character, what heroines we're playing and who our suitors are. Well, I, Kristen, am Fanny Price, to no one's surprise. Um, my hero, if I manage to marry my my first, you know, suitor, is Mr. Edmund Bertram. And the home I will live in is Thornton L Lacey, as we all know. And my alternate suitor is Mr. Crawford, and I might wind up with Everingham. And so even though that will give me fewer points in the end, those of you who are Fanny Henry shippers <laughs> might uh, enjoy that possible outcome. You know, that's a not too shabby plan B. No, it really is not. Yeah. So I am, of course, Elizabeth Bennett, because come on, 
Um, my hero is Mr. Darcy, and my home would be Pemberley. My alternate suitor is Mr. Collins, and alternate home is Rosings Parsonage. And I think we can all agree that is a big step down. Yeah. And I just want to point out that I've already gotten pizza grease on this character card. That's how you know a game is well loved. Yeah. I was say, that's game night 101. <laughs> pizza on the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Emma Woodhouse. And uh, let's see here. Did he read down the whole card? Wow. We just said who the heroes and the alternate suitors are. Oh, well, I thought it was kind of cool that the trip token is box held. Though. So the the hero for me is Mr. Knightley and Donwell Abbey, and the alternate suitor is Mr. Elton at Highbury Parsonage. So when we were seeing which characters we wanted to be, I said, Bay, who do you want to be? And what did you say? Well, I said Emma. I Emma, of course. He's like, Emma, of course. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't want wow. to just be Elizabeth Bennett because you thought I would be Elizabeth no, Bennett. No, I thought that you were going to be, um, who was I going to give you? I was like going to give you, or was I going to give you Lizzie? I don't know. I was originally going to be Catherine Moreland, but then I thought you kind of have to have Lizzie up in there. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely want to. What I thought was so interesting about the designers of this game clearly figured out that every heroine has a major suitor and then an alternate suitor, except for Eleanor Dashwood. That's right. So when you look at the card, who they put for the alternate suitor is Robert Ferrers, which I don't know about that. I would have put Colonel Brandon, except that he's oh, also, Marianne. you could possibly have a game where someone marries Colonel Brandon. As what is interesting is that the Marianne card actually has her hero as Colonel Brandon and the alternate oh. as Mr. Willoughby. Which I just think is interesting because if Marianne was making this card, huh, I'm pretty sure it would be the other the way other around. Rounds. Yeah, and I think we could. Where I mean, as the reader, we all love Colonel Brandon the most, but I think that Marianne does end up with her alternate. Yeah, she does. Do her. So that's kind of an interesting choice. It is an it is an interesting choice by the game designer, but I think we we're supposed to root for Colonel Brandon. Well, he's Alan Rickman, so gotta root for Alan. Rickman. I mean, come on, that was like the best casting. Much beloved and much missed, Alan. Oh, great. Now Kristen's going to start crying. Oh, again. again. <laughs> Someone quick session. do a Snape quote. <laughs> Always. Okay. <laughs> After all these years. Um, so it's Kristen's turn, I believe. All right. This is from Emma. I think we've already messed up. We've only played three rounds. We've already messed up the discard <laughs> side of the <laughs> trivia card. Let's just discard them on the side. Okay. Well, okay. So from Emma. Hard. True or false, when Harriet receives a proposal of marriage from Robert Martin, she has no intention of accepting it. She rushes to Emma for help in writing a refusal letter that will not disappoint him too keenly. That true or false? It is so false. That is true, that it is false. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you scared me for a second. And it also said, uh, asterisk, Harriet comes to Emma in excitement and with no notion of refusing him. Emma convinces her to reject Robert Martin and then turns her friend's mind to Mr. Elton. So draw one accomplishment card for your correct answer. I will. And now I am accomplished in reading. All right. Reading comprehension. <laughs> okay. So now it's my turn. Trivia duel. Challenge the heroine closest to you on the board. Have a trivia question read. The first to answer correctly gets an accomplishment card. Then take your normal turn. Do you really Ooh. want to do it? No, that? I'm going to wait until Bayard is closest to me because oh I God, know I'll win. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I can save or use now. So I will save. I was hoping you had to use that immediately. No, because you know Kristen would destroy me. So yeah. I'm not doing that. All right. Everybody knows. <laughs> 
Oh, a six. So Captain Wentworth is in a room where Anne is tending to little Charles. When the younger brother, Walter, climbs all over Anne and disobeys her, what does Captain Wentworth do? A, lures Walter away uh, to him with a toy. B, notices how ineffective Anne is with the child. C, picks Walter up. C, and she thinks, oh, oh, how he came to my aid and just plucked him off my back. It's C, it's very it romantic. There's a moment where she, of speechlessness. Uh, to me, it's actually kind of funny where he's just like this big, tall, silent guy who just walks up and like picks up this child and then carries. <laughs> I picture him with like his arms straight out because he doesn't want to get the kid too close to him and like just takes them away. Hooray! So I get an accomplished card and I drew needlework. That would have been my first choice. All right. Okay. Baird, draw your grace card. Oh, Lord. What's going to happen? Horse ride. A horse is saddled and ready to be ridden forward to a column of your choice. Ooh. You cannot make a full circle. So remember, listeners, thing, to actually why. get married, you have to have the three societal tokens, which are connections, trip, and ball. And you have to have a certain number of accomplishment cards. So Bay has just received the first societal token of the game for a trip. So where's you your get trip? Those tokens. Where's your trip going? It's going to Box Hill. All right, cool. And I'm he goes to Box my Hill every night. Reading hey. art. And hey. What? Hey. Oh my God! You know, our, you know my mother listens to this. Yes. Right? <laughs> Pride and Prejudice. Here you go, Bay. What does Miss? Don't screw it up. What does Mr. Darcy offer to Mr. Gardner as entertainment while at Pemberley? A. A tour of Pemberley's grounds. B, fishing in Pemberley's streams, or C, hunting in Pemberley's forests? It's the second one. It's B. Very oh, no. good. Uh, Mr. Gardner, do you care for fishing? Yes. Indeed I, I do, do, sir. I want to get the chance of it. Okay. Uh, good. Take an accomplishment card. All right. So let's, accomplished. Let's see what I got. I got, hey, hey, reading. And, oh, I should mention that each of the accomplishment cards also have a nice little quote on it. A little quote. What's and, your quote for the reading? And they're different. The reading card I have is from chapter 20 of Persuasion, how she might have felt had there been no Captain Wentworth in the case was not worth inquiry, for there was a Captain Wentworth. Alrighty, so I believe it is my turn. We'll draw a grace card. Recite literature from your collection of accomplishment cards. Read your favorite quote aloud. Take an accomplishment card after sharing. Use now. So I have four accomplishment cards. Oh, I'll read this one. I have not wanted syllables where actions have spoken so plainly. And I'm going to be honest with everybody and say that quote, if you had asked me what book it was from, I wouldn't have even recognized it. Well, clearly so. Jane Austen's a fan of the band Extreme and their song More Than Words, because that is what that quote is saying. All right. Musical interlude. Now I get another accomplishment card for knowing how to read. I'm getting my butt kicked, people. <laughs> Gentle listeners. I'm getting trounced. Yeah, but look at all that needlework. You're just stacking <laughs> up the needlework. Yeah, you know me. I'm a big needlework fan. All right. Uh, so that is the end of my turn. I Man, have everybody to is schooling me in oh, this needlework. Oh, wait. I didn't get to <laughs> answer a question. I have to, uh, have to answer a trivia. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was just your That um, was just my uh, reading. Do you have three of these? Uh, two. I do have three. I have three. Oh my words. gosh. Everybody's just like. Yeah, I'm good. All at right. Work. 
There's not going to be any left. From Pride and Prejudice. Who does Mr. Collins settle on first for his future wife? I kind of feel like I don't even need to give Kristen multiple choice almost. Yeah. Jane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the choices were Mary for their similarity of minds, Jane for her seniority and seniority and beauty, or C, Elizabeth for her wit and vivacity. And of course, Kristen nailed it. What was due Jane. to seniority? So what did you end up getting? So. Dancing. And the quote is, what are men to rocks and mountains? Um, so Kristen is still closest to me, so I will not be doing a trivia duel. Yeah. Um, I will roll and answer a trivia question. Okay. Uh, hmm. Pride and Prejudice or Sense and Sensibility. I'm going to do Sense and Sensibility. What moment does Mr. Willoughby live in dread of? A. Marianne's marriage. B. Seeing Marianne. C. Mrs. Willoughby learning of his illegitimate child. I believe it's A. It is. Yay! And I drew art. Oh, good. I needed that one. My accomplishment card was art. You you had one for your persuasion, but you missed that question. So that's the only one so that's, far. That's why. Just because it was so hard. It was also, not hard. I don't know. It, it was not hard. Also, you haven't read it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now it is Bay's turn. Guidance from Governess. You may ask for another heroine's help when a trivia answer is unknown to you. Oh, snap. Oh, you know who I'm going to ask. Kristen. That's who I, it's like the phone a friend card. I need, well, I need to use that. That would be great. You can use it uh, as soon as you roll and answer a question. Three, four, five. A column. Ooh, a column. So he is in the ball column. Music, dancing, and needlework. But I don't think need. you have enough he right now. He only has reading. So I can't trade it in. You do have a wild card, though. I do. So if you draw music or needlework, you could still get it, right? Yeah, so answer the trivia question and see what you draw. See if you see if you answer correctly. Am I reading okay. it or are you reading it? You can read it. Okay. And then I could immediately turn it in for the Okay, trip. so here's some sense and sensibility payback. Mm, okay. When visiting Barton Cottage... Edward Ferris sees Eleanor for the first time in months. What is his manner? A, cold and reserved. B, gay and happy for the smiles Eleanor graciously gives him. Or C, composed and calm. I should know it, but... Would you like to phone a friend? Yeah, I think I'm going to. Okay, would you like to phone Kristen since I'm yes, holding the course. card and I'm looking at the I answer? Can't, I can't ask you. Yeah. At first, I thought... Um, now I think I understand the question. So this is his first visit to Barton College. Right, not so they, all, they, everyone thought they were going to get married when they were still at their house, and yeah. then they moved, and he comes and visits. It's not the final visit to Barton Cottage where she cries. Yeah. Okay, so yes, the answer is a cold and composed, or cold and, what is it? Say? Cold and reserved. Cold and reserved. Do See, you concur? Is, that is what I initially thought. So Kristen, well, she knows, of course. Uh, but what I mean to say is it makes me feel better about my intuition. So A is one. your final answer. Yes. Okay, you are Regis. correct. <laughs> Gain one accomplishment card. And I'm going to discard this. So you are hoping for music or needlework. Yeah, and if it, I get it, I'm going to If they end up winning this game, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> so I, I got dancing. Okay. Uh, so wait, music, dancing, and needlework? Oh, but I only have reading. Yes. So I can't do it. 
you still can't do but it. you just got dancing but he only has reading. oh okay so you don't you still don't have the right ones. yeah yeah it okay. wasn't the right ones for the ball. sorry you can trade though because you're on a yeah call. i, I, I could make a trade if um, someone will trade that i won't trade with you though <laughs> let me just tell you right now i'm not going to trade look, with you so you can get look it. how much needlework she has i do have a lot of needlework do you really want him to be like almost two-thirds to the way to winning though no and also i don't need what he can offer me so it's okay That's never okay. mind <laughs> She's, she's really helped me out enough. This, okay. this she year. doesn't need what you have. Yeah, I know. Alrighty. <laughs> okay, oh, so man. it's Kristen's turn now. Okay. So see what my I grace. I hope you get turns. another needle word. Ha! <laughs> Mine says guidance from governess as well. I can ask for another heroine's help. I will just hang on to that. Absolutely. Because maybe a super hard question will come up. And now I will roll the die. Little Fanny can only move two spaces, and now I will answer my trivia question. Why don't you they ask you, and then you can ask for my help? Okay. You can, although we all know that you don't need it. I might need it. I don't know. I'm telling you what's going to happen, though, on my turn. Bay's getting a trivia duel because he's now closer <laughs> to me. <laughs> we just did a Pride and Prejudice once. I'm going to do Northanger Abbey. <laughs> True or false? Catherine is sure Henry must despise her forever after he learns of the horrors she has been imagining of his father. Her spirits are soon revived by Henry's soothing politeness. That sounds true to me. It is true. <laughs> His soothing politeness. He does have soothing politeness. Take an accomplishment. Alrighty, I will. I'm even better at dancing than I was before. Now oh I have three dancing She's dance, like girl. doing needlework while dancing. I know. <laughs> while reading. With like a book on her arm. No, it's on her head. Oh my god! You guys, guess what quote is on my neck, my new dancing? Is card. it something from Mansfield Park? It is something from Sense and Sensibility. It is not everyone," said Eleanor, <laughs> "who has your passion for dead leaves." Oh, so if Bay and I ever got married, you know how some people put like you know, something really romantic on their cake? We're just gonna put on. It's not everyone who has your passion for dead leaves, <laughs> and we'll see who gets it. <laughs> you were recently looking for Shakespearean marriage quotes and for your all parents' fiftieth anniversary, yeah, which well, we've now blown. If your mom listens to this, you right, didn't need to say any of that. Though. That's true, but you know me, I'm an oversharer. It's true. Yeah. Okay, so. But, but all of them were about how marriage is horrible. Yeah, they're all like marriage is the worst. And we'll be like, we can't use any of these. Uh, oh, no. Your petticoat is six inches deep in mud. Lose one of your saved grace cards. Shocking. <sighs> so my choices are the trivia duel or the wild card. So it would be really foolish to discard the wild card, but the trivia duel would be really be funny. So fun. Okay, but I'm going to have to do it. Okay. Because I don't want to lose. Another time. Another time. Another perhaps. time. Another time. Okay, so no trivia duel right now. Sorry, everybody. Oh, you forgot to say that it was called Disgrace. No, I said that. Disgrace. So much of this episode <laughs> Oh, shit, I'm on a column. Okay. You need I'm reading, the... art, and music to get... I don't have music, but I do have a wild card. May I answer my trivia question first, and maybe I'll draw music? All right. Do it. Okay. Let's do it. Mansfield Park. Oh, snap. Henry Crawford hopes to recommend himself to Fanny through kindness to her brother, William. What two kindnesses does he perform? Choose two. A, the loan of a horse while at Mansfield. B, an introduction to Miss Owens. Or C, writes a letter commending his advancement to a lieutenant. It's definitely C. The other one, I, I'm not sure. I think oh, A, I know what it A is. and C. 
That's correct. A. Yes. yes. I was like, who the fuck is Miss Owens? <laughs> is that a character in the book? It's um, an offstage character that Edmund see, stays with his friend Owens. Oh, right. And then Mary Crawford is like, the Miss Owenses. Don't right. they all play? Do they all sing? Well, I'll tell you what they probably do is needlework, because I just drew another <laughs> needlework card. But I'm going to cash in my reading music. No, reading art and wild card and get the connections societal token. Well done, Maggie. Thank you very much. Wild card. This card acts as any accomplishment card. Oh, dang. It does not count when tallying life fortune You points. just got a second one. So I just got a second one. And now that I know that those can get taken away very easily, um, I'm just going to roll. All right, Bay. Uh-oh. Persuasion. Why does the visit to Lyme last longer than originally planned? Mm. A, the Harvels insist they stay to see the sloop the following day. B, Louisa falls and injures her head. Or C, they meet Mr. Elliot, a relation and desire to become better acquainted with him. Okay, I remember that you guys laughed like crazy <laughs> when she falls off the wall. <laughs> and... That's what it is. It's B. B is correct. Take one accomplishment card. So Kristen, how was she too precipitous by how much? Half a moment. <laughs> Just half a moment Just is all it takes. Half a moment, guys. Half a moment can ruin your life. Can crack your head it like can, an egg. Yes. And make you but then she got to marry Captain Bennett, right? He was right. a pretty cool dude. And I drew a reading. I declare after all there is no enjoyment like reading. Gosh. How much sooner one tires of anything of a book all right that quote makes me so mad why because <laughs> it's on the um they used it for the british banknote for jane austen like, like oh. that is not her like no number one she quote. put it into the mouth of an annoying character who's affecting to like reading. yeah all right anyway is it my turn now? <laughs> yes okay grace card guidance from governess may ask for another heroine's help i'll hang on to that so maggie would you mind reading me do you want Bay to read it in case you want? Oh, you're never going to need someone's help, Kristen. Come on. I'll challenge myself. She might myself. need my help. I challenge myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was, Kristen, you got a discard in the discard pile. Okay. I'm not going to ask you a Mansfield Park question. Okay. <laughs> Finish the quote. Miss Bingley, oh, speaking to the party at Netherfield, quote, Miss Eliza Benefit, Mrs. Liza Bennett despises cars. She is a great blank and has no pleasure in anything else. She's a great reader. Yes, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <bye. laughs> Take their accomplishment. <laughs> I will. Art, I never heard a young lady spoken of without being informed that she was very accomplished. Mr. Bingley? That's right. Okay. Okay. So, my grace card... What kind is it? That's is another disgrace card. Ugh. No, no. You were cruel and unfeeling to a less fortunate woman within your circle of friends. Lose the remainder of your turn. Oh. Badly done, Margaret. Badly done. Does this mean we're going to end up getting married? <laughs> you and Bay, right? Or he's Emma, for real. Um, but he wasn't He wasn't the disgrace. <laughs> I was the disgrace. <laughs> disgrace. Well, guess what I just got. A disgrace? A disgrace. You gave a lock of hair to a man whom you are not engaged to. <laughs> Is it a lock of your beard hair? Yeah. <laughs> Lose one accomplishment card. 
So I just want to say for our I'm listeners, lose a reading card. and just in case you're wondering where Kevin is, he's out watching football. He did not know we would be playing this game. Or I'm he sure, would have been I'm sure he would have been here. hundred <laughs> percent. He would have blown off watching football with his brother. Oh and he totally would have come and played this game with us. He would have dominated too. Yeah. Surely. Surely would. <laughs> Do you lose the rest of your turn, or you 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 didn't lose lose it? You can I just still... lose an accomplishment, okay, so I think so, I still get to yeah. roll here. Mansfield Park. Why does Julia not take a part in the play? A. She knows her father would disapprove of the venture. B. She does not get to play the part that she wants. Or C. She is not present when parts are being chosen. Ooh. I remember this part, but I don't remember the reason. I'm not sure. I, I would have to do a best I guess. know that their father doesn't approve, so that but that might be the red herring question. Um, I'm going to go with that, though, because I know he doesn't approve. The answer is B. She does ah. not get to play the part that she wants. So Nobody but Fanny cares. That's the C. You're right, exactly. Nobody but Fanny, and I guess Edmund, but yeah. he doesn't care enough to not be in the play because he because of Mary Crawford's boots, as, as we've established. Right, yes. Back in episode five. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we should, okay, it is now like a podcast trivia game. You have to answer questions. In what about episode? The what is the real reason that Edmund joined the yeah. play? Is it A, because his father would disapprove, or B, because of Mary Crawford's boots? Who's more likely to be a social disgrace, Maggie <laughs> or so both Julia and Mariah want to play Agatha, the part opposite Mr. Crawford, because they're both in love with Mr. Crawford. Mm -hmm. When Mr. Crawford himself chooses Mariah, Julia understands the slight and refuses to participate at all. Now, do you think that's a bigger slight than picking to sit next to someone else on the carriage? Which is the bigger slight? Oh, that's by far the bigger slight. Because, the carriage uh, or the play? The play would yeah. be by far the bigger slight because that's weeks uh, or at least days of him re rehearsing with Mariah instead of him rehearsing with Julia. True. Okay, let's hope I don't get another disgrace. Wild card! Woohoo! Okay, I'm gonna keep that for when I need a specific accomplishment. All right, hit me. Sensibility. Uh, I'll do a sense and sensibility question. What do Mr. Edward Ferris and Miss Lucy Steele wait for in order to be married? A, the blessing of Mrs. Ferris. B, for Lucy to come of age. C, a living. C, a living. That's right. Yay! Do Again, I get one, one card? One card? Yes. Okay. One. Art. Oh, that's a nice change from needlework. <laughs> I picked up a new uh, hobby. <laughs> that's weird. So I don't know that I would have gotten that question. Would yet. you thought it was her to come of age? No, I would have thought blessing of Mr. and Mrs. Ferris because Edward does not need a living. So the question is what does Edward what does do it, Edward and What Lucy do Mr. Edward Ferris and Miss Lucy Steele wait for in order to be married? No, they were waiting because they knew that they wouldn't have her blessing. And they had to wait because I think they knew they were hoping well, she was hoping, I think, that he would inherit before Okay. They had to actually get married because they knew she wouldn't get their blessing, so they didn't go public because he'd be disinherited. I see. So when it says a living, it also it means it could mean either the living of the being a. What it really means is the inheritance. That, yeah. When people say a living, you think clergyman. I think clergy. I thought I thought of him. But he was. Oh, but it can't be a living because he hadn't. Dis 
had he decided he wanted to be a clergyman, he uh-huh. had no job. Right. So he wasn't he wasn't a clergyman yet, right? Right. So that's weird that that's the correct answer. But I guess I didn't want to put like his inheritance. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what it means. Oh, let it. Stop. That's how I interpreted it. Oh, really? Oh, let. Should we write a letter to the beef? makers? No. Have beef with the game maker. <laughs> the no, game it makes makers. sense. It makes sense. It's like would, in the Hunger Games, the game, the game makers. I probably would have just misinterpreted the question. So okay, uh, what are we doing? So it is Bay's turn. I've drank okay. too much prosecco, and now I'm like all confused. That's okay. <laughs> You've only had half a glass. I know. <laughs> it's still too much. I'm concerned with Maggie tearing into the lead here so in fact you don't have a lead i have the lead now. no i know i'm just saying you tore into it oh okay. i thought you meant that i would tear into it like i've already ripped it in half no yeah crushing it <laughs> um so my grace card is trade in so bay's advancing to the ball column. societal token column now and i know what it says so he would technically need the music, dancing, and needlework accomplishment cards. But, but I have two wild cards and the dancing. So go. I'm going to turn that in for the ball chip. Mm-hmm. And now you don't got no lead no more. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We're tied. We both have one accomplishment card and two societal tokens. Sure. Pride and Prejudice, Bay. Okay. How does Jane get to Netherfield when invited to dine with Miss Bingley? A, by walking, for she is fond of it. B, by carriage, because it seems like rain. Or C, by horseback, because it seems like rain. I know this. Um, so it seemed like rain. So I think it's the horse. Originally, I thought it was that it might have something to do with walking, but because I remember somebody's skirt being muddy but i think that's elizabeth when she goes to visit her after she's sick she's on a horse at sea yes that's right sea by horseback because it seems like rain because her mother wants her to have to stay the night right right it's very right. cunning <laughs> and i got another reading i'm what's doubling the, up on the reading what's the quote on it uh vanity working on a weak head produces every sort of mischief Ooh, emma. emma chapter Little eight emma all right, is your turnover? Yeah, that's me. Okay, so mm, turnovers. <laughs> okay, from Emma. After an impromptu dance at the Coles, Frank and Emma plan to set up another dance at Randall's. When it becomes evident that the rooms are too small to accommodate 10 couples, they A, change the location to a dance hall, B, despair that they must give up in an evening of anticipated enjoyment. C, invite fewer couples, since 10 couples was really too grand a scheme anyway. They changed the location to the dance hall. That's right. All right. And you get an accomplishment card. I got reading, and the quote is, I will not allow books to prove anything from persuasion. <laughs> I always I love that speech, that um, kind of speech spar yeah. the verbal sparring that occurs perhaps there. you will say these were all written by men all right hit me with a question who are elizabeth and charlotte lucas talking about when charlotte says happiness in marriage is entirely a matter of chance a elizabeth and mr darcy b charlotte and mr collins c lydia and mr wickham 
D, Jane and Mr. Bingley. Jane and Mr. Bingley. That's right. Yay. <laughs> Do I take one or two? It's just one. Reading. Because they were fond of reading, she fancied them satirical, perhaps without exactly knowing what it was to be satirical, but that did not signify. All right, babe. So I rolled a five. From Northanger Abbey. Finish the quote. Catherine proclaims. Catherine proclaims that Bay has not learned how to discard the quested card, and that's what we've already done. That, that wasn't me. So from Emma, put these events in sequential order. A. Mr. Knightley reprimands Emma for belittling Miss Bates. B. Miss Taylor marries. C. Frank comes to Highbury. I feel like you should be able to look at this one, so I'm going to cover up the answer and put it in front of you. So you have to put these in sequential order. Don't you? The quotes on your cards are not going to help you. No, that's not what I was looking for. I wondered if I shouldn't have ch ch changed the book. I will let you select a new question <laughs> if you'd like to change the book and use your grace card. No, I feel like I probably should have called that before you put it okay, in front of me. Okay, whatever you want. And I chose Emma, so. It's just going to be embarrassing when I don't get this one right. It's a, it's a kind of a tricky question, actually, um, I'd say. I, I feel like A is definitely not the first one, though. Let's say um, CBA. CBA. The correct answer is BCA. So Miss Taylor is her governess whose marriage kicks off the book. So Miss Taylor gets married, and then Emma and her dad are alone. Frank comes to Highbury and encourages Emma's, shall we say, mischievous side, in which case, when she makes fun of Miss Bates, and then Mr. Knightley reprimands her for it. I, I remember that being a big thing, so it couldn't have happened too early. Yeah, that was a tough one. I would think that was a tough one, because a lot of people probably wouldn't remember who Miss Taylor is. Mm -hmm. They'd be like, well, who's Miss Taylor? So mm -hmm. good try, honey. Good try. Um, okay. So now it's Kristen's turn. From Northanger Abbey. When Mr. Thorpe goes on behalf. Is okay, that from sorry. the discard? I just wanted to make sure. No, it's correct. Okay, we haven't had this question yet. When Mr. Thorpe goes on behalf of Catherine without her knowledge or permission to break a walking date with Eleanor Tilney, what does Catherine do? A, rescinds her agreement to accompany him to a cotillion ball. B, writes Eleanor to set up another time for walking, or C, runs after Eleanor to explain. She runs after Eleanor to explain. That is correct. All right. Draw one accomplishment card. I got music. She consoled herself for the loss of her husband by considering that she could do very well without him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> it's from Mansfield Park. I believe that is about Mrs. Mansfield. Ooh, Okay. My grace card is a steel trivia card. After a trivia question is answered incorrectly by a fellow heroine, you may answer it to receive the accomplishment card. Oh, she's going to use that on me. Oh, you bet your ass. <laughs> Kristen's never going to get a Kristen's never going to get a question wrong. Ever die? Yeah. And if you did, it would be we wouldn't be like, oh, dang. Yeah. yeah. Just so you know. Okay. Thanks. These are low stakes. Thanks. 
I'd already oh, be Okay, I'm in the ball column, but I already have that one. I need to get this together because I am quickly running out of. So I'm gonna say you're gonna get to the church before. I've got to. I've got to get to trip before. Just roll really low. What happens if you land in the marriage square before you've met the? You probably don't get to marry the person. I don't you think need you to. can. Win. Kristen, can you look that up while I do my yes. trivia? It's gonna be. Awful I alternate sooner. Like mess this up. Okay, ask me a trivia question, babe, please. Sure. I'm gonna ask you, Mansfield Park. Okay. True or false? Edmund often seeks out Fanny to discuss the virtues of Miss Crawford and his hopes with her. That's a tricky question because he does go talk to her a couple times, but it's about the play in the context of the play and whether some things are appropriate. So, but I don't know if it's to say for the perp, I'm gonna say true. The answer is true. Oh, Since right. Fanny loves Edmund herself, these frequent talks pain her when you take one. Okay, thank goodness, because that would have been really embarrassing. Okay, I got music. And I need art, reading, and dancing. And right now, I have art, reading, and music. Can you exchange now? Or I, am, exchange? I am on a column, which means I can make a trade. So, Kristen. <laughs> oh, Kristen. Mm -hmm. How would you feel about trading me a dancing card for another music card? Um, I don't think I would feel good about it because I need both of them. So, yeah. okay. Too bad. Worth a shot. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I do have my exchange card. So it is now Bay's turn. Okay. I'm going to take a Grace card. Trivia duel. Challenge the heroine closest to you on the board. Have a trivia question read. The first to answer correctly gets an accomplishment card. Then take your normal turn. Well, I... Shan't be using that. Yes, because Kristen is right <laughs> next to him on the board. <laughs> okay, so... Ooh, but I could do a trade-in at some point for one accomplishment card. That would be kind of cool. I'm going to wait to do that, though, and instead just roll five again. Keep rolling fives. Three, four, five. And um, Wait, have Kristen ask you because I might try to steal it if you get it wrong. Okay. Any book? Which mother does this describe? She was a woman of mean understanding, little information, and uncertain temper. When she was discontented, she fancied herself nervous. The business of her life was to get her daughters married. Its solace was visiting and news. Is it A, Mrs. Dashwood from Sense and Sensibility? B, Mrs. Bennett from Pride and Prejudice, or C, Mrs. Price from Mansfield Park. I'll say B, but I'm maybe thrown off. You're correct. <laughs> that is correct. Anytime it contains the word nervous or nerves, well, safe bet. I it also said daughters, so mm. oh, that's true. That she yeah. had more than well, one. Well, Mrs. Dashwood had more than one daughter, and so did Mrs. Price. Well. But I Mrs. Just, Price isn't actually in the book. I, it was all, an right? it was an educated. Oh, oh guess. no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of persuasion. Sorry, Mrs. Elliot is who I was thinking. So, did you draw your card? Oh, I need to draw a, a accomplishment, and mine is another dang reading card. <laughs> Stupid men are the only ones worth knowing, after all. <laughs> okay, so 
Maggie, so you can reach the church just by rolling the die and landing on it, and that's when you can get married. So you don't need the societal tokens. But if you get all three societal oh. tokens, you can take a carriage. To the oh, church. so you basically can skip ahead. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then that, there's no bad thing, I guess, of me not having it, except maybe you get more life fulfillment you, you, points. Yes, and this actually is a points game for winning, not uh, who gets married first. Game, okay, so. do I, you get extra points for getting married first, though? You do. Okay. And you also, yes, I believe so. Okay, so I won't worry about it that much. Yeah. Okay, so Kristen, it's your turn. It is my turn. Boy, oh boy. All right. I probably still want those chips, though. Trivia duel. Mm -hmm. Same reviews now. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and duel with Maggie. Oh, snap. Okay. Uh, have a trivia question read. The first to answer correctly gets an accomplishment. Wait, but isn't it the closest person to you? Oh, uh, yeah. Who's the closest person it's to me? It's probably... It's technically Bay because he's one square behind oh, me. Oh, okay. You, you, you know what, though? Let's just do it where you can still... You can save or use later, so why don't you roll? Okay. You know what? Just do it now. Let's just... Everyone knows this is what they've been waiting for. They want the head-to-head. -head. So why don't Let we just it, say well, you can do it? I know I like I like this. I'm gonna have this. you two duel. Yeah, we have to. Okay. Yeah, come on. All right. It's All right. what the fans want. Okay. So the first to answer. So you just have to answer. Can we answer the question before he's done reading? Yeah, it? while it's read. Yeah, I think oh we can. God. Okay. As long as we answer an actual option for right. You know, <laughs> like I need a buzzer. I'm really nervous. I know. I'm, so, I'm starting to like my heart rate just went up. I know. Me too. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to find to the, the really hardest question. Okay. <laughs> okay, but this one just sounds like it's going to be funnier. Persuasion. Considering the importance both Elizabeth and Sir Walter place on personal appearance, it's surprising that Mrs. Clay is accepted by them because she has some defects of beauty. Which of the following is not mentioned as one of her defects? Oh, okay. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> A, unsightly mole. B, freckles. C, projecting tooth. Projecting tooth. Yeah, projecting tooth is, well, no, no, that's Mrs. Clay. She does have that. So it's unsightly mole. The answer is unsightly mole. The answer. Is a unsightly. Uh, uh, yeah, for she, I, I got. She is also said to have a clumsy wrist. Clumsy wrist. What, yes. what a clumsy wrist! Yeah. What does that mean? It, she just knocks shit over. I don't know. Um, she her hand flies out. She's a cat. I got <laughs> I got screwed up because I thought it was Lady Russell we were talking about. So oh, I no, thought no. it was gonna. Mrs. Have... Clay is the one who's after Mr. Elliot, right? Yes. So why do they hang out with her? Uh, because she's a brown noser. Um, yeah. From all those freckles. <laughs> Okay, so Kristen won, clearly. So she gets the accomplishment card. Sweet. So you basically get a bonus accomplishment card. Because so now I get it. Now I you roll. Get... Yeah, now you still get to roll. Okay, okay. I got music as my accomplishment, and I will roll. And nice. I will go six. One, two, three, four, five, six. And I'm going to actually use my walk card to go back one space so I'm on... Okay, great. Column. You can walk backwards? Cool. Yeah, that's my walk backwards card. Do you want to answer your question before? We call that moonwalking, yeah. okay. actually. From okay. Sense and Sensibility, when, where does Willoughby take Marianne in his curricle? Alanin, his future estate, Norland, her former home, or Colm Magna, his estate? They go to Alanin. That is correct. 
All right. I didn't actually said it was correct before I looked at the answer. So then I had to look at it and make sure if I was actually right. Okay, now I am on a column for a trip card and I need art, reading, and dancing. But I do not have art. Do you have a card you can exchange? I do not have a wild card and I do not have art. I have art, but I need it as well. Yeah, but here you can trade for someone. Not me. I'm not giving well, her. I don't. I need my it. hard card. Yeah. Oh, why did I use my walk if I wasn't going to be able to like? Go I was there? trying to help you make something happen. Oh dear. Oh man. Okay. Well, that's the end of my turn then. Okay. Should we let her take back the? Yeah, walk? you can take it back. Oh, why don't you just take it back? Like a... Yeah, All that right. seems silly. Okay. Thank you. I don't know where it went. Oh, here it is. I feel like the need to, to apologize for like retconning and like okay we did something different <laughs> well, than the designers. Well, but I think that it's the within the spirit of the game. I think it's within the spirit of the game to play fair and with proper decorum. Yes. So now it's my turn. So get ready to lose, bitches. Okay. <laughs> I got a steel trivia card again, so I will hang on to that for hopefully they will mess up a question. <laughs> and then I'll roll a five. Hit me. So close. I know. I'm so close to getting married, you guys. Do you want to do, do it? This is like how my mother has felt for the last 20 years. She's so close. Ah! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is Rachel going to listen to this? Uh, maybe. Uh, you better <laughs> apologize. Well, not the last 20 years, because that would have been since I was 17. <laughs> since I met Bayard, probably. <laughs> um, I cannot be held account for, th for this evening for things that I said this morning. <laughs> Okay, quick trivia question. Any book. Which heroine does this describe? She was not much deceived as to her own skill, either as an artist or a musician, but she was not unwilling to have others deceived, or sorry to know her reputation for accomplishment often higher than it deserved. That sounds like Emma. That is Emma. All right, take your say I should get a bonus point for being able. Okay, so next time we play this, we're going to house rule it, where if you can answer <laughs> the question without choosing the multiple choice. Like you if you just know, oh, you got yeah. two accomplishments. Oh, I like that. So I drew music. Where the heart is really attached, I know very well how little one can be pleased with the attention of anybody else. Okay, Bayard. Is that from okay. Northanger Abbey? It is from Northanger Abbey. Do you know which chapter? I do know. Oh my God. <laughs> Recite literature. Uh, it's supposed to be used now from your collection of accomplishment cards. Read your favorite quote aloud. Take an accomplishment card after sharing. Oh, that is just like creepy. Yeah. Yeah, but you get to read stuff. <laughs> so I actually didn't read one of those when I got them. So I'm going to read that one because okay. you've heard the other ones. Okay, what is it? Vanity, working on a weak head, produces every sort of mischief. No, I did read that one from Emma. Okay, uh, well okay but I like it anyway. Okay. Vanity, well, I read all of them. Vanity, working upon a weak head. I just like saying weak head. It's one of those, like, we don't talk like that anymore. We don't say things like weak head. So I'm reading a lot of Georgette Heyer right now, and she uses a lot of Regency slang. And one of the things she um, includes in her books is when someone's trying to say someone else is stupid, they say... She has more hair than wit. <laughs> we would say something like vanity working on with low intellect or something like that. Yes. A weak mind still works. Yeah. Like they changed it for the movie, I think, to be weak minded. Weak minded fool. You're a weak head. But then I just think of like a baby in a soft spot. 
Um, so I received the that was from the Greece from card. the recite literature uh, needlework card that says, "You divert me against my conscience," which Aww. is also from Emma. Also from so Emma. now he's gonna roll. So now I get to roll. I just keep getting to do things. Two. One, two. Oh, you didn't get to go to the ball. All right, let me ask a question. Let me ask a question. Actually, I can't. He might miss it, and then I'll steal it. So okay. never mind. Okay. okay. Come on, baby. You can miss it. All right. <laughs> Any book. Which hero expresses the following to his heroine? In vain, I have struggled. Oh. Uh. <laughs> It will not do. My feelings will not be repressed. You must allow me to tell you how ardently I admire and love you. A. Come Ferris. on! <laughs> Is it A. Edward Ferris from Sense and Sensibility? Yeah, right. B. Mr. Tilney from Northanger Abbey, or C. Mr. Darcy from Pride and Prejudice. She's lowballing me on all of these because she knows <laughs> that I know this. That it's Darcy. Okay, good. <laughs> Can you say the rest of the quote? Uh, if your feelings are still what they were last spring, you must tell me so at once. My affections and wishes wishes are unchanged. Is that correct? Is that right? That's from the that's from the second proposal. Yeah, because oh, that's from the first. first. One? Oh, from right. The first. But I like because it when he comes back to that kind of again at the end. See, because I thought I thought it was gonna. I thought you were trying to ask me about the like against my better judgment. Or yeah, something. but I mean that was that was so easy. That's like the easiest question we've had. In declaring myself thus, I, I realize. <laughs> yeah. What is so, it? I am going against the wishes of my. Family, family friends, friends and, and I need not add my own better judgment. That's right. Um, I can't remember if that's a quote from the book or if Davies wrote that. Okay. I feel like it's probably from the book, but that Colin Firth added the eye roll oh. as an actor's <laughs> choice. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I just pulled music and got, uh, here she took out her handkerchief, but Eleanor did not feel very compassionate. Is that when, when she's with Willoughby? Maybe uh, says here she took out her handkerchief. It's probably Lucy's deal. All right. Chapter twenty-two. So make of that. Wait, it's not my turn. It's Kristen's turn, right? Right. Sorry. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Let's do a card. Ah, uh, choose book. Okay, I can choose what book my trivia comes from. Um, you need uh, to roll first, though, right? Uh, yes. Where the die? Oh, there it is. Hand me the die. Five. Okay. Okay. All right. From I was there's a Mansfield Park, but I'm not going to ask you that because it's too easy. So Northanger Abbey. When General Tilney she conducts a tour, she could choose. Would you like to use your choose card? That's okay. If it's easy, I don't care. When General, well, <laughs> no. What I mean is, it's from Mansfield Park. Therefore, it will be easy to use. Okay, I want to choose the Mansfield okay. Park one. Here's mine. Mansfield Park. Fanny opens the Mansfield Ball, much to her horror, but is admired by the General Assembly for two reasons. What are they? Choose two. A. She is Sir Thomas's niece. B. She is a graceful dancer. C. She is admired by Mr. Crawford. I think it's A and C. That is correct. Yeah. I just want to point out how this is bullshit because the only reason that she's <laughs> admired is because of the, her relationship with two men. Yeah. It's a, nothing to do with her. Yeah. Come on, Regency Society. It is also noted that she is young, gentle, attractive, and modest. But being Sir Thomas's niece and the admiration of Mr. Crawford tips the balance in her favor. 
She had no awkwardnesses, which were not as good as Grace's. Okay. Just take your card. <laughs> <laughs> Art. What wild imaginations one forms where one's dear self is concerned. Isn't that the one you needed? I believe so, yes. Oh, man. I believe, I believe, I believe. All right, so we'll see if I can get back over there. Before you get married. I don't know, I'm pretty close. Wild card, yes. If I roll a one. Okay, so I actually could cash in. Can I, so how does the point breakdown work? Does it make sense to get, try to get that last societal token or should I just hang on to my cards and go for marriage? Uh, let's see, it's actually on the back. Yeah, so flip back the back. Character card. Oh, it is? Oh, then flip I can your look card it up. over. Okay. Life fortune point, first married five, married to the right man 10, but that's based on answering trivia questions. Uh, well, all each of... life token is worth seven, and each accomplishment card is worth one. So it definitely makes more sense to get those tokens to try to get the token. So it would cost me two cards to ride to there, and then I have a wild. Card. Okay, so what do I need for the ball? So wait, is it better in Art some cases reading. not to change those tokens then? The no, the tokens are worth seven points each. Accomplishments cards are only worth one. I'm sorry, the accomplishment cards, you can turn three of them in to get their... Get the tokens, but the tokens yeah. are worth seven points. Whereas no, no, well... No, you may, it's only two are... accomplishment cards to get to the token but, slot. But there's like two to ride to a column to get a token. Yes. And there's three if you want to take a carriage to the church. So right, then, but I'm not doing that. Right, right, right. No, I was just trying to think about the... So instead of rolling... Down. I'm going to spend my two music cards and go one space to the ball. Wait, shit, do I already have the ball? Oh, yes, trip. No, that's trip. Yeah, you trip. Do have a ball. I'm sorry, we messed with it. Trip. And then I need art, reading, and dancing. So I'll use my wild card oh. and do those. Oh, snap. So I will then get the trip societal token. You have all three. I have all three, but I'm still not married. I'm still two, three squares away. Ooh. So next turn. But Bay might beat me on this next roll. Is it possible? Oh, no, he can't. Okay. So I would like to now answer my trivia question, please. Okay. Strategy, guys. Mm -hmm. Got a strategy. I'm going to ask you the Mansfield Park one because I think it'll be more difficult. Okay, go for it. On arriving at Mansfield, little Fanny feels unwelcome, which makes her a very sorry creature. Who is first to break through her sad state? A. Edmund. B. Lady Bertram. C. Julia. I feel like Julia's a red herring, but I could. it could be that... I'm going to say Edmund. It's right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it seems pretty obvious. No, I, I know, always the expect other one there was, to be a trick. <laughs> the right? other side was a true or false. I always expect um, there to be a It trick. says she finds one aunt's silence, the other's admonitions, her uncle's graveness, her girl cousin's haughtiness, her boy cousin's comments on size and shyness, the governess's notice of ignorance, and the servant's notice of her poor clothing all disconcerting. So I drew an accomplishment card and got dancing. And the quote is, 
till it does come, you know, we women never mean to have anybody. It is a thing, of course, among us that every man is refused till he offers. That is a quote from Persuasion. Hmm. Um, okay, so Bay, it is your turn. I need to see if I can do this. Let's see. You want to ride a horse? I could ride a horse, change that one in four. I think I have to. Okay, so I'm going to try a trick here. Okay. Where I take two reading cards uh, because the only thing that I have left that I need is connections. Uh, I have the ball and the trip. Um, so I'm going to change in these two readings. I'm going to ride the horse to the connections column. Come on, ride the horse <laughs> and ride it. My and saddle, my, yeah. my, my pony. My pony. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then from this, I'm going to use the exchange, turn in any unwanted accomplished cards, and draw the same number of new cards. Ugh, I'm taking a chance because I need the art. But I probably should take it. We're so close to the end here. So I'm going to turn in needlework and just hope that the top of this is an art. And it is. Nice. So now I'm going to turn these three in for that chip. I don't have any cards left, but I'm the first one. Or wait, it has to be connections, of course. Uh, the first one with the ball, the trip, and the connections. So maybe I can marry the hero. Oh, Maggie has all three, too. That's right. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I can also marry my hero. How about that? <laughs> that has to do with trivia. Uh, it's not going to happen. Okay, no! Okay. <laughs> All right, my turn. Grace Carr, steal trivia. Okay, I can steal a question if someone else gets it wrong. Now um, no one can ask Bay a question because <laughs> we can all steal it. Fanny, so I'm going to go one, two, three, four, five. And I am going to Was use I supposed to answer a question? Did you not card. answer a question? Yeah, Bay was supposed to answer a question. Uh Oh. Hold on. All right. But but these Let's things... hold the rest of your turn. Okay. I'll ask you your trivia question. Okay. Okay. And then she'll get her question yes. on the call. Well, she's going to, why don't you go ahead and figure out what you're going to trade right. in. So during Jane's illness, all the Bennets come to Netherfield, except Mr. Bennett. In what order do they come? I'm going to let you read this one, too, because these are a lot of... It's just like it's a, a lot, lot of, of Bennett. Jane, Mrs. Bennett, and Elizabeth, and the sisters. Jane, Elizabeth, and Mrs. Bennett, okay. and the three of blah, blah, blah. So just take a look at it and see which one you want to pick. Well, it is Jane and then Elizabeth. It's B. It's, can you read yes. them? Yes. Yeah. Jane, Elizabeth, then Mrs. Bennett with the three younger Mrs. Bennett's. Mm-hmm. And I get to pull one. Yes. So okay, I got so another now cool. read Kristen a question. Now I need to get some trivia. Okay, we'll do another Pride and Prejudice. How does Elizabeth first learn that Mr. Darcy had any involvement in Lydia and Mr. Wickham's marriage? A, a letter from her aunt, Mrs. Gardner. B, a comment from Lady Catherine during their unpleasant conversation. C, Lydia mentions his presence at the wedding. See. That's right. Alrighty. And you get a card. I'm so accomplished. <laughs> Mother dancing. 
Um, okay, so I did you did you get a turn in for a trip card? I did. I was well, a chip. I got a uh, trip chip, and my trip is course of course to Portsmouth. Oh, <laughs> nice. So I oh I am drawing a grace card, and I got a horse ride. A horse is saddled and ready ready to be ridden forward to a column of your choice. I don't know if I can use that though because I don't have any columns left. I have marriage. Right. Write it so. to the so church. I think you have to write no. it to that chapel. You can't write it to the church. That's the carriage card. Okay. Then I will roll and three or higher. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm at the chapel. I'm oh gonna my get gosh. married. Oh wow. So what do we do now? Does the game pause or do I, I think proceed we go in into the marriage a, phase? And then we do. Right. Yes. Yeah, so after the everybody first person, goes in the marriage. Everybody phase. goes in the okay. marriage phase. So um, answer two trivia questions for your hero. So if I win, but from my book or just any two trivia questions. Right. Any two trivia. Okay. Let me, let me just like that. Okay. Yeah. Proposal. First chance. You are asked two trivia questions. Answer both correctly. You marry marry your hero and move to your home. Answer one or both incorrectly. You may marry your alternate suitor and move to your appropriate lodgings. And this may be smart if you want to make sure you have enough points to win. Right. Uh, but if marrying your alternate is a revolting idea, you may wait and try for your hero again on your next <laughs> turn. Oh. But if you don't uh, answer both correctly on your next turn, you are an old maid and you don't get any points for marriage. Okay. If I miss these questions, I might do that because my alternate is Mr. Collins and that is like That's fucking fate happen. worse than death. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So someone Wait, even has, if he's Dr. Who? So he's not, no, he's not, this isn't Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. <laughs> I would marry Matt Smith though. Although he's so skinny. <laughs> I don't think I'd want to be with someone. Now, Bay and I, I'm only like five pounds lighter than him, but I don't think I could stand being like 50 pounds heavier. He is a ginger, husband. though, and Bay is not a is ginger. Is he really a ginger in real life? Oh, I thought he was like a blonde. I thought he was blonde. He looked ginger to me. He's kind of sandy. Sandy? Yeah, I don't okay. think he's ginger. So, how about you each ask me a question? This okay. is it. This is for Mr. Darcy, y'all. This is like. This is for the big D. Okay, okay, ask me the first question <laughs> of my marriage phase. <laughs> okay, center. <laughs> Northanger Abbey. After driving out with Mr. Thorpe. Catherine learns from Mr. Allen that a young woman and man driving alone is a breach of propriety. Yet, when en route to Northanger, she rides in a curricle with Mr. Tilney. What persuades her to accept this arrangement? A. She has done it before with no ill effect. B. Mr. Tilney persuades her that she will have a much better view. C. General Tilney, his father, suggested. C. That's right. She assumes the general would not ask her to do anything improper. Because he's trying to, he thinks that she's an heiress. So he's trying to suck up to her. All right. Oh my God. Down. Oh my God. One to go. That's for Mr. Darcy, guys. Ooh. Oh no. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Any book. Three heroes are, or soon will be, clergymen. 
Okay. Oh, okay. Name at least two. Okay. Edmund. Uh, oh, Mr. Tilney. And um, Edward Ferris. Very good. Yes! Mr. Darcy. Going down the Oh, line. my God. You Darcy. guys, I'm marrying Mr. Darcy. And I get oh, to live wow. at Pemberley. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. I will calculate my points while you guys, or we need to ask you guys the questions too, right? Yes. So who do we determine is next up to possibly get married? Is um, it whoever's closest? Yeah, I think it's Doesn't Edward. it go around in a circle? Well, no, or? because you get points for being the second married. So I think it's you because you're actually physically closest do we have to, to the chapel. Do we have to, like, roll to get there? I don't there? think so. In the order of the heroine's distance from the church, yeah. Yeah. nearest the church goes first, each heroine jumps to the church and receives a proposal. So, Ben, you are next. Boom. So who are you, who are you fighting for? So... The hero is Mr. Knightley, oh, that's and yes, the alternate sooner is Mr. Eldon. From Mansfield Park, would you like to use one of your, do you have a ch change a book? Well, I do have a choose book. Um, would you like to do that? But I don't know if I can do it there. There's a pride and, well, I'm saying that you can. House rules. Okay, okay. There's a pride and prejudice question on the back of the card. I'm going to save it for the second one because I know, okay. I know some stuff about Mansfield, Mansfield Park. Park. Who comes to Portsmouth to see Fanny while she is visiting her family? A, Miss Crawford. B, Edmund. C, Mr. Crawford. Oh, sorry. So who comes to Portsmouth to see Fanny when she is visiting her family? I will tell you that this occurs near the end of the book. No, I know. A, Miss Crawford. Mm -hmm. B, Edmund. Or C, Mr. Crawford. Edmund. B. Mm. Oh, is it Miss Crawford? It's Mr. Crawford. Ah. He tries to convince her that his love is for realties. So wait, but so I can. You can now try again, right? Uh, it's it's, it's her turn, and then I can try again on my second turn. But if I blow it, I've blown it. You're an old man. But he could also just marry his alternate, right? Like, he, if he gets the next question correct, he can then marry his alternate, or he has to answer both questions correct? He doesn't have to answer a second question, because if you answer one or both incorrectly, you get to marry your alternate. So you've already answered one incorrectly, so it doesn't even matter if you get the second one right, because so, one or both incorrectly, you get to marry your alternate and move to your appropriate lodgings on this turn. Do you want to marry your, your I guess alternate? What I'm saying or... is, if I lose one on the second try, uh, you, it doesn't oh matter. You've already lost the first one. Where is Pemberley on this outer thing so I can put my token there? Is. Yeah, right. I'm moving so... into Pemberley, y'all. <laughs> so, but what you're saying is the second try doesn't really matter. Yeah, because. Well, you could still marry your. I gotta unbutton my pants. The you don't have to. <laughs> you can still question. marry your first choice if you get them both correct. Right. So it's a you, risk. You wait till the next turn and let me go to try to be the second person married. But then she'll get the life point. Okay, here's how. Here's the breakdown. Married to the alternate gets five points, but married to the right man gets ten, and second married is worth two. So if you get married now to your alternate, you will have a total of seven points. If you wait... You could either have yeah, 10 points or possibly 12 if Kristen does not answer her questions correctly. Oh, that's right. So it makes sense, I think, 
I would probably wait and try to marry the right man because I want the right ending. But if you don't, if you're not confident in your ability to answer the two questions, maybe it's a better bet to take Mr. Elton. Honestly, if the choices are Mr. Elton or old maid, Emma will be fine. Yeah, yeah, she will. Like, I would rather not get married. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to be more prudent. So you're going to marry Mr. Elton? So where do you end up? If you, where does your token end up? You're in the cottage, right? Uh, I go to Highbury Parsonage. Okay. So Bay is now the second married. So Kristen, are you ready? Yes. To see if you end up with my hero, with your hero Edmund. We're neighbors. Look. Oh yeah. Okay. So, from Emma. Mr. Weston and Mrs. Elton have a conversation at Hartfield where they each have their own pet subject. No matter what is said, the other finds a way to turn the conversation back to his or her topic. Mr. Weston speaks of his son, Frank Churchill. What is Mrs. Elton's subject? Her fondness of music, her brother-in-law's estate, Maple Grove, or the high regard of her opinion? Maple Grove. That's correct. <laughs> and your second question. Oh, okay. From any book. Who does this describe? Or I can just say, whom does this describe? Quote, she was a woman who spent her days in sitting nicely dressed on a sofa, doing some long piece of needlework of little use and no beauty, thinking more of her pug than her children. Lady Bertram. That is correct. <laughs> all right, Kristen, you did it. All righty, married to Edmund. Okay, so we are all somewhat happily married. I am deliriously happily married. <laughs> uh, so let's add up our points okay. silently, and then we will announce them. All right. <laughs> so that's um, what 30, uh, sorry. What is it, 15 plus 21? So 26. 15 plus 21. Um, 15 plus 21 is not 26. Oh, right, 36. <laughs> I said 36. Oh, God, it's so embarrassing. Now I've revealed my, how I'm terrible at math. Okay, sorry. 15 plus 21 is 36. All right. Plus one. one. So 37. Well done, Maggie. Yeah, thanks. So I had... Too bad math is not one of the accomplishments. <laughs> I get two extra points for being the second married. And I was married to the alternate man, which gives me five. So that's seven. Um, and then I had... Three life tokens, uh -huh. so 21 plus 7, 28, plus an accomplishment card is 29. I probably came in third. Look at all those cards. I have 30 points by my tally. So I have two tokens, which is 14 points. Then I have six cards, so that brings me to 20. And then I married the right man, which was 10 points, which brings me to 30. She edged me out with so that trivia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a really cute game. Yeah, that was really fun. So I think our official First Impressions podcast review of the Jane game is that it's very cute. It's easy to pick up. Some of the trivia questions are, I would say none of them are really easy. You need to know that stuff. Yeah, you do need to know your stuff. You can, if you know a book well, you'll be fine. Or honestly, if you've seen the movies, you'd probably yeah. be okay too. Yeah. Yeah, I knew I knew some of that stuff from from movies. Yeah, because I haven't read all of them, but I know the plots loosely. Right, and you've listened to the podcast, yeah. right, Bay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I would definitely recommend this game. 
yeah, it was really cute and really fun. And yeah. I would definitely play it again. Yeah, me too. Maybe I'll bring it if we come to Boise. Our friend Sylvie, who has just got married yesterday, um, is going to join us very soon for a podcast on games. Yes. Related to the Austin canon, including Regency Love on iOS, which neither Maggie or I can play because we don't have iPhones. I did play it on Sylvie's iPhone. Oh, okay. And it was very cute. Um, I also have high hopes, and I don't know if I've actually mentioned this to Kristen before, but Selby and I have been conspiring, conspiring for her to craft a Pride and Prejudice and Zombies D&D style RPG oh role-playing game where we would each play one of the heroines and basically fight our way <laughs> through zombies in a kind of one-shot bonus episode. What do you think, Kristen? That sounds fun. I, I've never played D&D &D Well, we'll make the mechanics really okay. simple. All right, cool. So it'll just be like, roll this D20, and if it's higher than this, like, you've killed the zombie. But Sweet. I thought it would be really cute. And she, yeah. Selby's an amazing writer, so she would come up with something really fun. I hope those zombies have a low initiative. Yeah, I hope they have low initiative. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that would be a fun thing for the future, too. Yes. And we also have the game Marrying Mr. Darcy, which is yes. a card game. I don't know if that would work as well playing, playing it. over no. the podcast. This, this but... worked very well, yeah, I, I thought think, it did with too. the questions. Yeah. So, Kristen, did we get some mail that we want to talk about while we're... So, um, if you guys have a chance to check out the Facebook page, Lou, our listener Lou, sent us a fascinating article um, that was published in theamericanscholar.org, which is a publication I was previously unfamiliar with. But it's a great article. about. It's called A Jane Austen Kind of Guy. And it's about a guy who made his academic career studying Jane Austen and the reactions he gets. Um, and that article was so good that I, I was, like, so charged up after reading it. I was like, that made so many fascinating points. And I would love to talk about it on a future podcast. I thought it was so interesting, too. I really encourage everyone to find the link on our page and read it. It was really interesting. And it had a lot of things I had never even thought about. And Female privilege in the Jane Austen yeah. <laughs> study area. And we heard from Mr. I again, who, um, thank you for writing, and he has caught up to the Jane Austen Book Club uh, podcast. And we um, basically agreed that we both need to go back and read some Le Guin. So I will try to put that on my... I've been I obsessed was, with uh, Georgette Heyer Regency romances right now. So I'm just reading them one after the other. I like read one a day. It's crazy. I had to join Kindle Unlimited. So because I was spending money <laughs> because I couldn't wait to go to the library to get the next one. So I'm actually fairly embarrassed to admit that I've never read any Ursula Le Guin because I do read what? a lot. I know because I do read a lot. Well, I read more fantasy than sci-fi. And I get think on she's that more... Earth I know. And it's just... it's really it's bad it's bad i'm just in so many book clubs now i'm in like four book clubs so i constantly my reading choices are often dictated to me you gotta you gotta pitch that choices. to the book club oh yeah that's not all. a bad idea um uh yuziani uh contacted us with a link for the jane austen literacy foundation oh which right. i don't think we have posted on the facebook page yet so we'll do that too soon now this, the wedding is over. I was the maid of honor, so I was fairly uh, involved, especially this last week. So um, we will definitely catch up on the links that have been shared. Yes. Thank you so much, everybody, too, for getting in touch with us. 
And um, we did hear from uh, Bethany C, who was our guest, as you recall, to talk about Regency Fashions. Mm -hmm. And she has had her baby. Yay! Um, congratulations, Bethany. She said he's a sweet little guy, but she doesn't get much sleep these days. Oh, no. And I know this is a long time past now, but our other Bethany, Bethany D, I know was also pregnant and has also had to have, by this time, had her baby. Oh, my gosh. So many congratulations to Bethany. Yes. Are they both in Toronto? Um... I don't think so. I think Bethany D is actually in the DC area. Oh, if I'm okay. not remembering. So yeah. Well, congratulations to both Bethany's on your um, new editions. New editions, and hopefully everything went well. The bells rang and everyone smiled. Yeah. Um, and uh, great. So I hope I'm not forgetting anybody else, but that's all that's coming up on my phone. And if I am, I will get you next time. So thank you, per usual. Thank you to everyone who took the time to write in. Kristen and I really appreciate it. We love hearing from you. Um, and actually, I really like it when people write in and ask questions that we can answer on air, like who is your favorite or least favorite or what do you guys think of this? I always think that's fun. Now, Kristen, you posed the really fun question oh, yeah. recently on the Facebook page about what heroine, what character are you least like? Yes. And that proved uh, pretty funny. People's responses were pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. And, and I always thought Isabella, I mean, I thought Isabella Thorpe because um, she just rambles on and talks to everybody and is so social and is frivolous frivolous and you know just talks about nothing all the time and basically like it accuses other people when you read her dialogue she's always accusing other people of, of inconveniencing mm -hmm. her she's like my dearest creature i've been waiting for you this hour or whatever yeah <laughs> so, my problem nonsense. is is that i even the really horrible characters, I can find things about myself that I know I need to improve Yes, in them. So I don't feel that I can really say that they're the least like me because even the really kind of horrible ones, I share some of those vices. Although Bayard's suggestion, not Fanny, meaning that I am definitely not like Fanny, was pretty clear because I mean, I don't have a lot of things in common with Fanny. Mm. Other than you're awesome. Oh, uh, well. Well, uh -huh. I shouldn't. <laughs> Thank you, Kristen. But I, but I shouldn't have said a We're awesome in different ways. You are. Character. I mean, like, there are awesome a lot of, uh, there's, a, there's like a whole, there are constellations of terrible characters that yeah. I probably should have said. But even if I was going to be like, oh, well, clearly I'm not like Miss Bates, but I just talk all the time, so I can't say that. Ah, well, so I clearly cannot choose the glass of wine in front of me. But <laughs> I cannot choose the goblet in front of me. But if I was going to choose, say, Elizabeth Elliot, uh, who is spoiled and only cares about clothes and is vain, like, but I'm occasionally vain, so clearly I cannot choose the goblet in front of you. <laughs> so I just don't know. <laughs> well, you trifled with the Sicilian while death was on the line. <laughs> and I was involved in a land war in Asia. Asia. That, <laughs> that was really that stupid. That was thing. really yeah. stupid, yeah. So. People who don't know that reference are going to be very confused right now. Everybody, even my mother would get that. Okay. Hi, Mom. You've seen The Princess Bride, right? Come on. Okay. Even my mom has seen The Princess Bride. So I think we're safe. That's become cultural knowledge. Now, people outside the United States might not get it. Possibly. And in that case, I will say I encourage you to either find the movie The Princess Bride, Robin Wright's first film, or uh, read the original book by William Goldman, because it is delightful. I didn't even know there was a Oh, the book. book is hilarious. Oh, wow. It is really good. I really, really encourage everyone to read the book. It's very good. Mm.
Yeah. And he's the one who wrote um, Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles? Okay, but how great would it have been? I think that's right. If the Hindu oh, priest yesterday said, Millage. Yeah. <laughs> the accent would have been wrong, though. <laughs> so Selvi's wedding was beautiful, and it was a, a traditional shortened Hindu wedding ceremony that was conducted in Sanskrit, and then he also provided some English translation. Um, and it was very, very cool and very beautiful. But the accent would have been slightly off for the Mailwitch. Yeah. <laughs> Now, if they would have done that at Kristen's wedding, I would not have been surprised because I could see Kevin going for that. Kevin would have done every stupid thing. Like <laughs> he wanted to like do a gag where someone was carrying the wedding cake and like trip. Are you serious? <laughs> not like really wanted to, yeah. but kept like throwing out these stupid ideas. Well, what was your first dance supposed to be? Oh, our first dance was supposed to be the monster mash because he's so shy and he wanted you know he didn't want to be the center center of attention so i was like let's do something silly and fun yeah. and uh it was a great idea and we were totally going to do it till his mom caught wind of it and then she was really mad and yeah she, was like, she put the I kibosh see. on it i mean i was i'm basically horrified that you couldn't do what you wanted to do but as an as now that i'm older i guess i can kind of see her point like you want to have make it that kind of respectful it would have been so us. it would have been so you, so <laughs> you. Oh, well i think it's a save it for the anniversary part yeah, it's, a, okay, it's yeah. a big push and pull between you know like this is you and this is your special and day pleasing your family and honestly like a lot of weddings is doing stuff for other people right yeah because no, like true. a couple really just wants to get it over and done with in yeah, some ways it's a lot of work um, and usually the parents, I don't know what your oops, I just rolled the die. Um, usually the, the parents have helped in some way to pay for the marriage. Yeah. So I think a lot of people also feel pressure yeah, to kind of happy. do something for them as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you can always dance to the monster mash anytime you want. <laughs> That's my consolation. I can dance to it anytime. Yeah. Maybe it's a mash. So any, uh, any new business, Kristen? Well, I was working in the lab. No. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I have any new business. Um, can, you, can you think of any new business? No, I'm just so happy that we were here. I and know. Able to record in person. in person. Live. In person. I'm not sure when we will be together again. Never. <gasps> don't say that. No, come out to Idaho. Come out. <laughs> oh, wow. no, okay. no, I will. We, I mean, we always say this every episode. Like, yeah. when are we going to come visit? And I really would like to plan a trip. Bye, All right. Everybody. Well, thank you, everyone. So we'll get back to our regularly scheduled Pride and Prejudice discussion next time. So until then, we need to come up with it with a tagline. Yeah. Like keep reading, or I don't know. What do you think? Uh, oh, well, we have to say, Maggie. Guess what? Maggie in, gave a beautiful speech at Sylvie's wedding at the reception when she stood up and she gave a speech, and she talked about how great Sylvie's husband is and how happy we all were. And then she did a Jane Austen quote, which made me cry. And it was, I could not have parted with you to anyone less worthy. And then I kissed her on the forehead, just like in the show. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> her, her makeup and her bindi and everything yes. might have gotten a little smudged, yes. so. I did say, and then I immediately like cheered and I looked at Kristen to see if she was crying. <laughs> and, and I was like, that was my goal. Really? It's like it would be really nice if Selby thought it was sweet, but I really wanted to make Kristen cry. <laughs>
No, this and I was telling this to her earlier that Bay and I were actually watching Pride and Prejudice, the 1995 miniseries, because I was sick a couple weeks ago for like a week. It felt really shitty. And all I want to do is watch Pride and Prejudice. And it was that scene at the end where Mr. Bennett says that to Lizzie. And I looked at him and I said, that's what I'm going to say at the wedding. Oh and I just wrote my speech from there because it was perfect. Well, it was beautiful and um, wonderful. And Selby, if you're listening, congratulations. Yay, we love you. Congratulations. And we will see you all, see you all in the future. If you have time. any suggestions of a Jane Austen quote, that would be appropriate for us to use as an outro. As a tagline. Yeah, please, please let, let us, us know. know. All right, guys.